0: Oh, um, so, 2022, new you, new us. No, new year, new us, not new, new you. Maybe, new me. Yeah. Um, I don't want to consider this as like a resolution. Oh, good. Because resolutions are gross. Mine is always just moisturize more. Ugh, mine should be moisturized more. I'm Everyone exfoli- should be less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your poor skin. Oh, it's, it's fine. Um... Drink more water. I need to get back on a water drinking regimen. I broke my jar, so I'm not part of jar life anymore. So now I haven't been drinking as much water at home. It's pretty traumatic, actually. Thank you for bringing that up. I am. Okay. So we both need to drink more water. Yeah. I have uh, made a tentative deal with myself. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to try and be vegan at least six days a week for the month of February. That's lovely. <laughs> And you know what? In exchange, I will vow to eat more animal products six days of the week for you. It's not it's That's no. exactly how it works. Oh, no. Yin and yang, baby. <laughs> Gotta um, keep the scales balanced. <laughs> Gotta keep those cows' tits full. No. Just kidding. Super gross, super sad. Actually, like the reason that I'm thinking about doing this, mm. if I can explain myself. Oh please. Fine. Is really more just to be more mindful about what I'm eating. No, it's a good way, and it like kind of forces you like to think about what you're actually putting in your body. Yeah, and it's like, I'm going to have to eat more vegetables. I can't mm-hmm. just eat, like, mac and cheese or, like, mm-hmm. order whatever takeout I want because I'm going to have to be a little bit considerate, and I can't just eat, like, crap at work. Yeah. No, it's a very good point. And then I think if it's only, like, sick, like, I allow myself, like, not, like, a cheat day, but, like... But there's room for error. Like, a flex day or just, like if I'm going to be going out to dinner and like, there's nothing delicious that's vegan, I don't have to be stressed or I don't have to like, that's the thing is any of these sort of like lifestyle changes shouldn't actually bring us any sort of angst into our life. It should only bring good things in. Yeah. So I love that for you. It's actually like a wonderful, I'm being bitchy about it, but it's like a lovely (laughs) thing and I'm super proud of you. So yes, conscious eating, conscious eating. Love that for you. Yeah. I got the, the Oh, she glows for dinner cookbook for my birthday. And, um, it's fun, like it's. I just, I love a new cookbook. I love something that doesn't love a new cookbook. It's just mm. fun to look through, and it's all vegan. That's wonderful. And it's just like, oh, like there's so many fun things. And like, I love recipes. And like, the paper mm. is so nice. Like, it's just the weight. This is the thing. Everyone wants to be like, oh, well, you can just get all this stuff. No, I can't have a nice experience with this. I can't have it spattered with s- <laughs> sauce from when I've made a thing, and then look back and are like, I've done a good job making that, haven't I? Yes, and have like the pages start to get kind of like wrinkly, mm. from the, and it open immediately to the. Yep. The, your favorite recipe. Yep. Exactly. No, All I totally get things. that. Oh, good for you. Well, we'll see. I'll, check back in with the foot actually happens or works well so far it's the 19th day of the month and i'm doing okay on my moisturizing kick so thank you very much for caring that's i am caring good for you i have a little i've put a tube by my hand soap because my hands are getting really dry so that's it's working okay i need a pump it's a whole thing anyways (laughs) um we're not here to talk about my hands or my moisturizer or even marika's dietary requirements unfortunately I could talk about them for days with you, though, but (laughs) we're here to talk about food disasters. Because it's Pantry Staples. The podcast where we dish on your favorite foods. I'm Marika. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about the Washburn Mill Explosion of 1878. Ooh. We're just like really in the back end times. We really aren't. Well, this is the thing. There's so many food disasters right now, but I think the disaster is just like, Food systems suck. What you going to (laughs) do? These are more specific incidentally. And uh, I mean, from what you've sort of leaked about this story, I was about to say like more fun and like, oh no, what a -a cockamamie little, oh no. I feel like it does have that energy to it, but I also fully (laughs) cried doing the research for this, but also probably just because I'm tired and like emotional as per usual. Yeah, that's fine. So we'll see if it's actually a tearjerker or if I'm just a lunatic. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Anywho... Let me tell you some things. Are you ready for this? Yes. First of all, picture it. The It's not the revolution. It's the Civil War. The Civil War has ended. I always forget that the Civil War is like the late 1800s. It's insane. It's fucking crazy. It's they had so- cell phones then. It's insane. <laughs> like, yeah. Back when uh, back when it was flip phones, you know, and they just had their muskets and they were just killing each other. I was going to make a reference to a Civil War general, but I don't know anyone mm. Well, you're going to, you're going to learn right now. Okay. Uh, anyways, so, you know, things are happening. The country's doing its thing. We're talking America today, uh, <laughs> cause that's where this happened sure. in Minneapolis, actually. Oh, yes, indeed. So long and short of it is things are happening. Towns are coming together. Things are getting developed. We have more industry. We have more rail. We have more sh- like shipping and transport than we've ever had before and still Towns are turning into cities. They're, Mm. like, in a, not in an intense way, but, like, in a bit more of a way. Things are settling down after all of this goes into play. So let's talk about this mill that was built. Mm. It was built in 1874 in Minneapolis, as I said, and it was the largest mill ever constructed. Wow. Like, in the whole wide world. The biggest mill. Whole world. Okay. Not just the U.S. No, no, no. Worldwide. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Worldwide. (laughs) Yo, what is Pitfall doing? I don't want, I don't care. Okay. Anyways, we gotta we gotta keep this train on the tracks. Um. So, 1874, four years later. Yeah. Not there anymore. Oh boy. So let me take you on a ride. Mm. May of 1878, the mill was providing Minneapolis with a massive economic boost. I don't think I can downplay the significance of how important this industry was. For, like, a, the U.S. as a whole, but also yes. for Minneapolis in terms of, mm-hmm. like, becoming a profitable, prosperous area. It was taking 100 boxcars. That's 2,000 barrels. Goodness. That's 2 million pounds <laughs> oh of wheat a day to process into flour. Wow. That's this mill specifically. Yes. There's other mills in Minneapolis. hmm It's, I believe it was a third of all the flour was produced in this mill in Minneapolis. And globally, it was the largest mill. So this is a ton of output. I feel like I'm just really ram- like rambling here, but it's a lot is it's what I lot. need to emphasize. I would just like to, my mind has been just like slowly spinning on the back burner because you're saying numbers and so mm. I can't quite concentrate. Yeah, of course. And I'm trying to make a pun with Mill in Minneapolis and I want to call it like milpyapolis. Milpiapolis, Milpi-apolis. <laughs> That's it good. Work. It's okay. I'm really trying to find a perfect segue to be like wash, burn, Mill explosion. You mean wash that burn? Like it's yeah. not there. No. Neither of us are nailing it today. No. It's fine. <laughs> um. Anyways. Where am I at? So, the k- person who founded Washburn Mill uh-huh. was Cadwallader. No, oh my God. I'll what? Say that. <laughs> my God, please delete that. Yeah, Cadwallader Colden Washburn. Cadwallader? It's C-A-D, like cad, wall, W-A-L-L-A-D-E-R. Cadwallader. That's his first name? That's his first name. Cadwallader colden washburn colden none of these are names apparently they are when you're a general in the revol, no not the revolution the civil war (laughs) he was a former civil war general and he was the government of the government he was the entire government he was the (laughs) governor of wisconsin at the time i am not nailing it today this mill employed 200 people the entire population of this town at the time forty thousand. so that's quite a significant portion of people that are working for him Yeah, working for this character in a Willy Wonka, like Dr. Seuss novel. It literally is Willy Wonka-esque. It's crazy (laughs) sauce. (laughs) Anyways, this mill was built over the St. Anthony Falls, which powered it, and it was well-connected to rail and river networks for shipping. So this is a really great spot that they've picked. You have this entire town that's kind of coming up around it Mm -hmm. because of this mill. Um, Then, tragedy strikes. Sorry, before we move on. What side of the war was Kedwall? I didn't look it up because I didn't want to know, but I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming not the right one, but who knows? Uh, okay. I don't know what's happening in Wisconsin also. Like, is that I don't know. I also don't know what, like Minneapolis, I don't know where they side with things. I mean, no one was on, anyway. Yeah. The other day at work, we were so, like, it, we had an extra 20 minutes before we had to be ready. Like, everyone was really ready for mm-hmm. early for whatever reason. So, we decided to name all 50 states for memory. So, as oh. you can tell, we've got a lot on the go these days. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so, fast forward from 1974 when it was constructed to... 18. 1874. <laughs> oh, my God. Whichever. 1874. It, it's irrelevant. To May 2nd at 6 p.m. in 18... 78. Day shift, being replaced by the skeleton crew of the evening. They were not to know the tragedy that would befall them. Oh, no. Yeah. It was fucking awful. This entire mill exploded. It took two neighboring mills down with it and several city blocks. Totaled. Not totaled, like, burnt to a friggin' crisp. Just... So sad, so awful. 18 people died. Aww. Like it's it's horrible. Frankly though for that size of an explosion, 18 is it's because there was only 14 people working in the one mill and then the others were the people in the other mill. Right? So it was just it thank God it happened at night. That's all you can say there. Um anyways. So, explosion was caused by the mill wheels heating up so much and then there's millstones, right, which are actual stones. Mm-hmm. They were running dry. Usually they lube them up with some lard. So, lard? I know. Isn't that insane too? I was like, I feel like that's a flammable one. Anyways, I don't know. I always thought it was like water. Water on rocks? That doesn't seem good. I don't know. I assume lard would be better than that. I don't know. Any Well, I'm not a freaking engineer. Anyways, so, yeah, the millstones ran dry and a spark ignited. Not as big of a deal as you would think a spark, except for if you're in a mill because... (laughs) It caught on the dust in the air. The dust that is comprised of flour. Yeah. Yeah. It was then, there's, like, suction flutes that take the flour out of the air uh-huh. that are filled with flour then, right? Like, yeah. that's how it works. So the fire basically runs up these like they're <gasps> wicks on a friggin' bomb. Uh... Yep. <sighs> how did no one think about this? How was this? Well, not- this is the thing. It's, like, these suction things are designed to try and prevent this. Like, they're mm. trying already, like... In a lot of these situations we've seen, we see gross negligence and that sort of stuff. And yeah, they're, I mean, this isn't a great system, but this was the best system that they had at the time. Yeah, and like, it's been working for- it had been working. Well, that's a whole mm. other conversation. Mm. But it's, you know, it wasn't total negligence. It wasn't like some asshole was just like, hey, I'm going to take a long break, like watch my shit and just didn't go. It's like, this was just a thing that happens, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, the spark caught on the flower dust in the air. It's in the suction flutes that were positioned above and meant to remove the dust from the air, but instead acted as a wick, as I said, for the eventual explosion. The pressure in the flutes, or sorry, not flutes, flues, mm-hmm. like a chimney flue. Yes. Built as the burning dust releases gases, and just after 7 p.m., three explosions were heard as far as 10 miles away. Boom. So far? So far. So as it turns out, flour is more explosive than gunpowder and 35 times more combustible than coal dust if it's dispersed in a cloud-like form. So if you have like a pile of flour on your counter, you're probably fine. You get that shit in the air, you're in big trouble, baby. Big trouble. You know what's even more trouble is my first thought when reading this was, let's get a fan and some flour and let's see how this goes. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just want to try it. Anyways. I mean, like a little bit. So they have contact with the, like, oxygen. Mm -hmm. It's enough to make this a huge combustion. Wow. So as I said, 14 workers were killed instantly. Four others died in the fires for the mills next to it. Mm -hmm. And the surrounding buildings, like I said, caught fire. The fire was so hot and the explosion so intense that the firefighters could not actually get close enough to it because of the heat until the next day. This has consistently been a problem. Firefighting, it turns out, is a discipline that has not really been dealt with properly. Also, do we know where firefighters originated? <gasps> no. Are you going to tell me? Yes, I am. Obviously, they originated in Rome because, of course, I wouldn't know anything else. Oh my and they were called the Vigilies, like Indeed? because they're vigilant. But in Latin... You don't pronounce Vs like Vs, do you? You pronounce them like Ws. So the Wigglies! wigglies! Oh, yes. yes. I think uh, I did know that they're Wigglies. Yeah. So I feel like I've told you that at least 10 times because it's one of my favorite facts about Rome. I feel like I've heard it from someone else, mm, but I do. I allow um... it. You have other Roman friends? That's fine. I see how it is. Like, a, I was thinking like a TV show or something, mm. but. Yeah. The Wigglies, though. Uh, obviously, after Nero burnt down, allegedly, <laughs> uh, the city, he was like, we should probably do something about this. Hmm, maybe. <laughs> Anyways, so they couldn't fight the fire properly, so it burned, like I said, several city blocks. Tourists ended up coming to look (laughs) at the ruins of this because people love tragedy. (laughs) There was so many conspiracy theories about what had caused this explosion. Some people were like, it was an earthquake. Another person was like, it's trainloads of nitroglycerin. The New York Times published that the water in the Mississippi had decomposed to turn it into, like, an accelerant, basically. What? Yeah, so don't really know how that, like, or to combustible gas. Like, I don't really know how the hell someone thought that was a thing. But anyways, it wasn't. It was literally just flowers, very flammable. It got in the air. The millstone creates a spark. There you go. That's all you, yeah. It, as it turns out, incredibly easy to happen. Yeah. So, Washburn, our founder, CEO, and fearless general slash governor of Wisconsin, rushes to the scene Mm -hmm. when this is happening. As the embers are still cooling, he marks out the new boundaries for the new mill he's going to create. Icon. Icon. An icon of industry. Yep. Uh, He was not fucking around. So it says in all of the records that he generously compensated the families of the deceased, which quite frankly, even if it wasn't generously and it was just something, he wasn't required to by law. Mm. it was just a total fluke accident and he just did pay them out all right well that's he started a fund for them he was the most generous contributor to it and he i don't know i want to hate everybody across the board that's <laughs> in charge of any sort of industry yes. but it seems like he actually did a pretty good job after this he was like adamant about getting safety standards up he got a dutch engineer william de la barre he redesigned the mill so that it would be more safe and less likely to explode what an idea Good for him! Wow. Yeah. Yes. It included better ventilation systems so that there was less mm. likely. If it's in a, the like, I read an article about like these are the different factors that it caused danger for this. Yeah. If it's in a closed space, it's obviously one of them. You also have to like get the dust out of it. Sorry. So do they want the dust, or is the dust just a byproduct? The of- dust is a byproduct of it. It's just yeah, the flour just- that's in the air. You can't get rid of it. Yeah. Like you can't not have it. Yeah. You you're grinding the wheat. Yeah. Some of it goes down here. Some mm. of it goes up in the air. Right. Them's the brakes. But they, like I said, had these new ventilation system. They have cutting edge dust traps and chilled cast iron rollers instead of millstones to reduce the danger. So less likely Ooh. to spark. Seems yeah. like that would have been a great idea at the start. Anyways, um, yeah. but they basically were like, yeah, we have to get this up to safety. Mill was finished being rebuilt in 1880. So it was only down for actually two years. That's Not really fast. Time. Yeah. And he really tried to facilitate uh, the workers getting jobs at the other mills that weren't mm. burned down. So oh. that was nice, I guess. I mean, I don't know if I'd really want to go back into a mill after I saw it explode, but... I don't think you had a choice mm. if you were in, like, no, 1880 yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. Anywho. It wasn't like, it's like, I guess I'll just go work at the local Starbucks or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um. Anyways. Join an MLM. Too soon. Uh, these new rollers actually were more efficient mm. uh they actually increased productive productivity and they went from producing like i said that ten thousand barrels a day to twelve thousand barrels and the way that the new like dust traps and like ventilation and all these different things that they had done mm. they were able to get a more like a finer product and a whiter product so it was overall more like aesthetically appealing better quality and there was more of it so it's, it was a beginning of like a new age in this like in the milling industry. Yeah. So great that 18 people had to die for it, but things were looking up. Yeah, um, it just like goes to show that it's like sometimes yeah, doing it the same way as you always did it isn't necessarily the best. Yeah, like innovation drives industry. What an idea. Yes. Um, Washburn Mills eventually merged with two other mills and became General Mills. <gasps> Yeah, General Mills, which you all know and hate today. Uh, And he was, like, the founder of it, which is crazy. Good old Cadwallader. Sure. Cadwallader. 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 Yeah, that's right. Nailed it. Uh, Let's go with Washburn. I can say that one Mm -hmm. easier. Um, This mill, once it was redesigned, it was operational until 1928. Oh, wow. What do you think happened in 1928? A fucking fire? A fucking fire! (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Ugh. Uh, the entire thing, all, like the entire interior was burned. All the wood burnt out. They rebuilt it again with all cement insides. Great. great. That was up and operational until 1965. The only reason that one shut down was because gotten a little too expensive to run. It wasn't as yeah, profitable. They're nice. like, eh, we're are out of the mill game. Yeah. Uh, and then it appeared it was like basically abandoned. Homeless people would live there. It hmm. says until 1991 oh boy. when what do you think happened but another fire <laughs> this place is cursed yeah it sounds or just are there like a lot of like pyromaniacs in minneapolis potentially that might be the issue not a lot to do but <laughs> set things on fire don't they have the mall there that big one that everyone's always talking about the mall of america yeah i don't have no idea probably I'm pretty it sure sounds it's min- like it's in minneapolis minnesota I think it's in New Jersey. But, but anyway. No, I'm like almost 90% positive that it's Minneapolis. I would bet five bucks on this right now. Okay. Uh, anyways. So that's fun. Ah, me... I'm so sorry, but you've lost $5. What? The Mall of America is a shopping mall located in Bloomington, Minnesota. Minnesota? The, the other M. What's in Minneapolis? No, I said Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's what I said. Yes, but this is Bloomington, Minnesota. I'm close. It's fine. We'll call it a draw. (laughs) All right. So now I'd like to read you a couple of quotes, please. This is what some eyewitnesses report. Ooh. A cloud of smoke issued from the dust spouts in the basement of the mill, and there was an odor of burnt bread. A little flame about as big as a bushel basket darted out of a window in the basement near the canal in front of the mill. Then it sucked back and all was dark. Then there was a large flame and it went flashing up the mill, quivering against the upper windows, reaching quick as lightning to the top of the seventh story. The roof was lifted and there was a loud report. Then another and a terrific explosion, which then knocked the whole building with its walls of stone, six feet thick at the base, to the ground in a mass of ruins. I mean, that sounds that's a beautiful depiction of a explosion, but I think whoever wrote that was taking some artistic license. Yeah, 100% they were. <laughs> I just love that it said... Uh, It smelled like burnt bread. I was like, that's really sad. But it makes sense. Like, yeah, of course it would. Yeah, 100%. Ugh. Where's the other thing I wanted to talk about? One of the specific Millers. Mm. Millwright Ernest Grundman. He was on the day shift. Oh. But he decided to work late that day. No. He was from Holland, so a Dutch migrant. He had come over to make his way in America he had a lovely immigrant wife and 11 children that he was supporting. Okay, well, that's gross, but poor... Well, they didn't have birth control. I can't I, I can't tell you what, you what to do. They had a farm or something. I don't yes. know. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, he had already lost two fingers to the mill, Ugh. which stopped his pro baseball career, which I thought was hilarious. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How old was this man if he was going to go play pro baseball? He was quite young. Was 11 children and a mill i don't know man also pro baseball was very. oh actually he was six months shy of his 11th or his 50th birthday there you go yeah it was really sad oh my god and like the writer on this one article was just really trying to pull my freaking heartstrings yeah it was brutal we don't know why grundman stayed late at work that night uh but we could find his body it was badly burned and found near the east water wheel pit and the head miller, Charles Janey, told the coroner's inquest, I think he saw the fire and ran from his bench towards the wheel pit to shut down the mill. So he was trying to He help. was trying to save them. <laughs> oh, God, it was so sad. I was fully losing it earlier. Like, how awful. He was found, like, just charred to the crisp,
1: oh. leaves behind
0: 11 kids and a wife. Oh, God. In this absolutely gruesome, gruesome death. And just, like... And wasn't, like, what was he thinking of at that time? Like, not trying to save himself. He was but trying just to like, save... But just, like, we gotta, like, shut this shit down. Like, because he had saw, like, the spark of the fire, mm-hmm. but he had no idea it was gonna go up the way that it did. Nobody did. Right, but he probably was like, oh, like, this is gonna be a problem. Yeah. And was probably trying to help. He was trying to help. Like, that's all that we're trying it... to do. Aww. Just get through the day, man. So... That's... That's the Washburn Mill explosion. But I'd like to tell you a little bit more about Mills. I would like to hear more about Mills. It's not great. Um... Flower mills, still really dangerous. Someone having been killed in an explosion in one as recently as 2018. I mean, I'm actually, I didn't even think that there were still mills to kill people. Well, there you go. What a beautiful revelation for you. That's wild that this is an industry that employs 22,500 approximately people in the U.S. Mm. And it is worth 22.8 billion U.S. dollars. People like bread. Like People love bread. This is the entire thing. Oh my gosh. Anyways, beyond the explosion risks, this is like, we are still concerned about explosions. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Like they're still actively trying to make it safer. Like they have special vacuums that you can buy Mm. that are non-exploding vacuums, which is an insane thing that they have to say. But anyways. No, but that also makes sense, right? Because if we're thinking that flour is as combustible as it is apparently, Mm -hmm. and then you've got like heat, obviously going yeah generally like, because you have to grind it you're exactly, grinding there's things friction, sparks which, yeah and then with vacuums like it's with like the loss of pressure like mm-hmm. that's also going to create more mm-hmm. like combustibility yeah it all makes sense yeah no totally it's real sketch but and it, real accurate it's just so crazy where it's like then when you're like the, the apparatus that you're bringing in to try and Make the mill safer is actually another mm-hmm. hazard, so you have to like design a special one for it. It's crazy, man. I didn't even like there's mill specific vacuums, which I guess if we were tradespeople, we'd probably know, but we're just useless, <laughs> anyways. Beyond the explosion risk, damage to the respiratory system is a real concern for workers At various contaminants from the wheat are becoming airborne. You're mm. grinding this all. There's like bacteria, there's fungus, there's weird stuff that's on this wheat and it's coming up into the air. You're likely to see more asthmatics working at mills than anywhere else mm. because it's so problematic. Not to mention all like the <clears throat> chemicals and stuff that we're spraying on the like, hundred percent. It's all up in there. Yeah. Yeah. So not a good time. And also if you're gluten intolerant and you work at a mill, you're fucked. <laughs> you're just inhaling the gluten. I just I think that that should preclude you from that. What if it's job? the only job that you're qualified for, and then you develop a gluten allergy late in life? You don't know. I guess that's what medical compensation is for. I suppose. Really sad though. Anyways, another fun thing that mills can do is <laughs> mm-hmm. suffocate you underneath wheat or flour. <clears throat> that's insane. Like if you fall into a pit. and yeah. a Flour. You. Yeah. Hold Fifty-one down. people. Like in however, however many years have fallen in, and 25 of them have died. Frankly, I'm shocked that it's not odd, like 51 out of 51. Yeah, good odds, actually. Um, Blake has a story (laughs) of, I'm just going to interject with this. No, please, I love it. Like when he was in, like, a child and in Saskatchewan on the farm. Oh, my God. He and his brother would, like, climb into the flax silos and swim in, like, the... That's fucking terrifying. Because it's, like greasy and like sticky so you could like he was like swimming in flax that's so gross also apparently very dangerous like can you imagine getting buried under all that yeah the all of the things where this man is telling me stories and it's like how did you not die how were you not killed yeah but then the thing is then he'd like then like his clothes and like hair and everything would be just like covered in flax and then would take a bath at his grandma's and then she had carpet in her bathroom because it was the 80s and Like flax seeds started like sprouting from the carpet (laughs) from all the times that they were. Oh my god! So I think the real crime of that story is the carpet, though. Like it's not his fault he wanted to swim in flax. I would do it. I think that sounds fun. It does, but now that we've like, I'm sorry, but telling me on the tale of suffocation and vats of things is kind of terrifying. Yeah, it's yes, not. But I I do think of that. I was like, that sounds fun. How did you not drown? Yeah, wild. Mm -hmm. Blake's led such a colorful life. I know. And I just sit here and I'm like... do I had a weird haircut. Yeah. Uh, anyways, in the past 35 years, 500 exploding incidents have occurred across the U.S. states. Mm-hmm. In Mills. The <laughs> so, Vietnam conflict. Yep. So I'm going to leave you with that, but that's the Washburn Mills explosion of 1878. It was real sad. But also, again, like... uh just to tie it all back. It's like, how incredibly central was this? Like this town sprung up around this mill. Yes. And how significant is it that we've made like all these changes because somebody was like, yeah, I want to continue on with my business. I don't want to have to shut down for two years because there's an explosion. Mm-hmm. I want to keep going. So we raise safety standards. Good on them. Glad to see it's not another cut corners. Let's keep going quicker. Yeah. Like it's nice to see someone that's like, yeah, like was definitely like We've got to like reopen quickly, but it's mm-hmm. also let's improve and have yeah. a better business. And I think there was definitely like a level of like care as well in there too. Yeah, it seems like from the totally. stories. Yeah, well that's nice. Or unless that's just General Mills propaganda influencing I mean, me, probably. perhaps. So yeah, that's my story. Enjoy that food disaster. Yeah, that's. I love that now it's become where I just do floods and you just do explosions. Oh. That. That's very fun. Okay, well, I'll do another explosion then for my last one. Oh, you know, you don't have to. You do something different. Nah, I want to now. Okay, I'm gonna have to find another food that's exploded. I'm sure you could find something. Yeah, seems like a seems like an easy to attain thing. Yeah, but yeah, tough times. Tough times. Uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Yeah, for listening, paying attention, stopping by. You oh, can stopping by the stopping podcast. Stopping by the podcast. I don't know. I'm not even like, all I've had is tea today and I'm, my brain is slipping out of my ears. Follow us on the gram, pantry staples pod or Insta. I don't know. I read this thing recently. It's like, if you're this age, you say gram. If you're this age, you say Insta. If you're that, I don't know. And I was just like, What was what? I can't, what? I can't remember. <laughs> what do you say? Um. Mm. I think I say Insta. I feel like I say the gram, but I think we're supposed to say Insta. It's because I have all the youth around me talking all the time. Wait, the youths say gram? I feel like they do. Or maybe they don't. I don't know. This is a bad point. Edit this out. Anyways, rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your foes. (laughs) We'll talk to you next time.